Hello, welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy! My guest today is Shannon Kelly. She is the creator and editor of the women's magazine Vintage Gypsy. She is out of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Canada, and I cannot wait to dive into this conversation with you. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, Casey. Um, since our last chat, I've been just dying to chat with you again. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Me too. I know. I think we're cut from the same cloth. Absolutely. Yes. Well, you just give off a really great energy, so I think people like to be around you, which is uh, good in your business. <laughs> sweet, sweet. So I want to go deep, like, right away. I want to know your definition of a gypsy soul. Oh, well, you know, and people ask me that all the time. Where did Vintage Gypsy, where did this name come from? And, you know, I, like, like lots of other women, I, I, you know, I spent my time, I raised my kids, and then I was kind of looking for something right? I needed something more in my life. And I've always turned to journaling and writing as a way of, of healing and moving through different things in my life. So um, I had an idea that I would start this blog. And I thought, well, I'm a, I'm a gypsy in, in my eyes. Um, you know, I've spent my lifetime wandering around trying to find my passion and my purpose and, you know, what, what makes my heart smile. So um, gypsy just seemed like a really and you know really to be honest I'm getting a little vintage so <laughs> kind of how it happens hardly. <laughs> hardly but that is that's amazing like the have you always been a writer was that something that you feel like you came into this world with or was it something that you kind of had to tweak as a craft no you know what I think um as a child I always wrote stories I always and I wrote grand stories you know like and white horses and castles and magic and um, then you know as you get older you start to kind of lose that you, you get into doing other things and you get married and have kids and and journaling has always just been a way to kind of let my feelings out so yeah, I think I've always been a writer yeah it's yeah, amazing it is such a it's such an opportunity to go deep and in, in a quiet space more than I think a lot of other outlets do you find oh, that definitely. as well Definitely. And it's something, you know, the paper never says anything bad to you. They never discriminate you. They never prejudice against you. I mean, you can say whatever you want to the paper. The paper always listens. So. And you can always burn it if it really, really has to go. You can be the controller of that too. Bye-bye. Well, that's happened. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> There's been more than one fire ceremony in my lifetime. <laughs> Yeah. Do you keep your journals? I do. I do. I do. I do. And that's interesting. I've kept them for about the last 10 years now. So I'm thinking a manuscript at some point. But, you know, right now I spend all my time helping other writers. So we'll see. You never know what can happen. Yeah, that's amazing. So I would love your perspective on 
um, looking back at past writings. And um, because I know that there's like two school of thoughts. And one is like, of course, that's a part of us that's an extension of like our soul. So I'm going to keep that. And then the other is like, I always want to be moving forward and projecting ahead. I don't want to go back into like the quagmire of past years. So I'd love your perspective on that. You know, I talk to a lot of writers, and some writers don't ever look look back at their journals. But um, I always, I always ask them to take some time. It's like it's like going through old pictures. I mean, you have to look back to know how far you've come, right? I, I think it's an important part of your journey. So um, when you're moving forward, it's nice to know it and and to be able to celebrate um, how far it is that you've come. I mean, some of it's bad, but some of it's really great. I like that perspective. Yeah, because we do forget, you know, where we were and all the trials and tribulations that we had to go through. Like, sometimes we forget that. Um, So, yeah, I like that perspective a lot. And then also, I know you said that you help support a lot of up-and-coming writers and writers to find their own voice. And so maybe for um, some of our listeners that aren't born writers or like natural journalers, what's like a quick tip that they can maybe test this out as a possible outlet for creativity for them? Well, so usually when I start with a new writer or in my writing workshops, um, the very first rule is the rule of five. So write five things. into paper. Don't think about it. Write five things, whether it's five words, five sentences, five paragraphs, five pages. Just write for five minutes. Rule of five. Every single day, write five things. And um, in my workshop, I usually give a prompt every day to for those five things. But um, I think it's just important to put it into paper. You know, don't think about it. Don't overthink it. Just don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah I just like that. Five is so doable too. Like whether it's five minutes, like that doesn't seem overwhelming. Like five is nice. It's like a nice clean number. There's a beginning, middle and end when you're working on it. You know, it doesn't feel so like overwhelming. Yeah. It's just, it's just five things. Just write five things. And, um, you know, they say it takes 21 days to build a writing practice. It takes 21 days to build any kind of a habit or any kind of a practice. And five minutes a day is an easy way to start. So Absolutely. Yeah. Are you like a fan of pen to paper, like the, the old fashioned way? Or are you like doing Evernote and Google Docs? And like, how do you capture your stories? You know, I have to tell you, I still sit down. I have a leather bound journal. Oh, that's beautiful. I, I love that. I sit in my comfy chair with a cup of tea and I put pen to paper. I spend a lot of time on my laptop doing other things. So um, my journaling time and my time that my sacred space that I take for me, I the paper for sure. I think there's something special. <laughs> and I think honestly, like, I don't know for you, like I do a lot of screen time as well, but you almost have to set aside sacred space to go back to pen and paper. Because what I found for myself is like years ago, I used to write poetry. I can't tell you the last time I wrote a poem. And I think it's because I spend so much time behind the computer that it's like I don't have that cool leather-bound jur- like journal. It's not a part of my practice anymore because I'm so online, but I miss it. And when I find yes. like little scraps or a letter from someone, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that was like a really awesome extension of me that I don't cultivate anymore. And so I think you have to like dedicate sacred space for that. Do you agree? I, I definitely do. I, you know, I 
I take one hour every single day. I call it my power hour, you know, where I do my, my meditation. I light my candles. I burn some incense. I drink my tea. Sometimes I do yoga. I read my mantras, my affirmations. And I, and I journal, you know, I know my, my gratitude, I know my desires. I, I think it's important to, to have that space in your life every day to just keep grounded through. I totally agree. Chaotic. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it can run away. Like time can run away. Like weeks can go by. And so I love that practice. Do you have like a special time of the day that you're the most creative or that that practice is like really optimal for you? Well, I try to do it in the morning. Um, that's how I start my day every day. So um, I, my self-care, I, I go to the gym every day, but I, I usually do that in the afternoons when I'm in that 3 o'clock. You know, I've been sitting here for hours. Um, so, yeah, I like, I like to do that first thing in the morning. It kind of keeps me grounded, gets me ready for my day. And then I just I feel like I'm ready to take on my day. Yeah. And yeah, then usually about three o'clock, I head to the gym and, and uh, regain some energy. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a lot of dedication. I love that routine. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's good. It works for me anyway. So That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I preach it to everybody. I preach it to all my students too. So that's amazing. So speaking of like rituals, routine, discipline, do you have certain goals or um, kind of like ways that you go about entering a new year? Do you do like a word for the year or a mantra or um, intentions? How do you kind of lay out what a new year is going to look like for you? Well, you know, I, I, I'm not a believer in the resolution thing because I I don't like the idea of setting myself up for failure because I kind of like to work in the flow of whatever's going on in my life. And um, this, well, this, I did choose a word this year to say that. I chose a word this year. This year, my word is faith. Oh, I like it. And it's, you know, to me, it says divine holiness. It's, I have faith in what I'm doing. I have faith that I'm moving forward every day. I have faith that I'm sharing my gifts with the world in a positive way. Um, this year. So that's yeah. awesome. What was your word last year? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> believe. <laughs> what was it? Believe. Oh, believe. Awesome. Yeah. And did you like, um, did you put that up on like a vision board or did you like reflect that word or journal on it through the year? Like how do you actually use it as a tool? So we're not like, I haven't actually taped my, my screen. Yeah. Cool. So it's always there to remind me. I spend a lot of time sitting in front of the screen. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's so interesting because I chose the word systematize this year. And I was like, <laughs> so, like, I was like so stoked for it. And I was like, this is awesome. You know, like, I love it. I can't wait to like get more automation and like hire a virtual assistant. And I was like super excited about it. And then I have like a biz buddy in South Africa. And I was like, what's your word? You know, and she's like, you know, radiance. And I was like, oh, I love it. And she's like, what's yours? And I told her and she's like, interesting she's like, that sounds kind of serious like and it like totally made me second guess my word and I was like oh man <laughs> I'm like should I have more of like a more feminine word like <laughs> it was well, kind of hilarious it's a different word than I you know than most people would probably choose but you know if that's what you're feeling here 
And you know, that's, it's a good way to move forward. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Feel like that maybe that's what you need in your life right now is systematic. Yes. Kind of changes. Awesome. I like that. I like that openness. And so um, I'm so curious how your new writing program um, came about for you, because I know that you have this um, Write Your Way Home, which is a six-week intensive writing program. And so I would love it if you could talk a little bit about how that course creation felt to you, like birthing anything new. There's so many things that can come up for solopreneurs. So dish. Do you know the thing is, is like it was, you know, it was this thing that I had in my head for a long, long time. And I've myself have taken lots of writing workshops and journaling workshops. And so I think there was a lot of fear around it. Like it, it was like I, I waited years to be birthed. And uh, um, there's always a lot of fear, you know, when you're putting out something new into the world. It's like, well, you know, there's already writing workshops. Who's going to want to take my writing workshop? Who's, you know? All of those things, and I think once we kind of just take a step back and give yourself the little, you know, the pep talk, who you are and where you're going, and and take that step out of your comfort zone and put it out into the world. I mean, amazing things happen. I, I filled my workshop within five days. Amazing. So I don't know what I was so scared of. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's such a good testament, though. Like, you know, it's so interesting. I know you're a huge community builder as well. And I think that it always takes a brave soul to step out first, you know, and bust through the fear. And then it causes such a beautiful ripple effect for everybody to be inspired. Like, you know, if one can do it, many can do it. If she can do it, I can do it, you know, because we all have those fears and self-doubt, especially when it's our heart and soul, like in the form of a course or a workshop or a presentation, like all those little gremlins can come up. So I just want to like lift you up for busting through and like you not only prove it, like proved it to yourself, but you prove it to everyone else that watches you that has something inside of them that's ready to be birthed. I think so, and thank you for saying that. Yeah, that's what an honor. I, I'm excited because yeah, like it does. It takes courage to do that, and I'm proud of myself. And I'm, you know, I'm celebrating that, and I'm celebrating it with my with my students in my workshop. And uh, so cool. And I hope that I can inspire them too to take a step out of the comfort zone because yeah. that is where the magic happens, right? It, it is where the magic happens. And that's, I think, the beauty of community. And I would love your take on it as well. But it's like, um, okay, you, you jumped out, you stepped out of your comfort zone, and you created a sacred space for people to do the same and tap into their well. But then also, you get to be the benefactor of all of their juicy goodness. So it's like exactly. this inspiration wheel, right? Like, I am so charged up when I can coach. Like, I feel like I learned so much from the women in my circles that I'm just yes. like, so thrilled because I learn from them and I'm inspired by their bravery when they do something in the growth stage. So I would love your take on like what community means to you and what you would like to see more of in the line of community building. Well, so, and I built a community not even really realizing I had built a community and it, it took a few years. And now like I have this beautiful community of amazing women we everybody supports each other and promotes each other and 
and we're always there for each other. And, Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important, especially as women to have, have that sense of community and that sense of, I'm not alone in this. I can reach out to somebody. We're not meant to be here doing this stuff ourselves. We're meant to have help and, and enjoy the ride along the way. Right. And there's nothing wrong with, with having those friends, support you and um, promote you and provide inspiration and empowerment and help you move along your path as well right so cool yeah yeah, yeah I love it. is is your tribe locally based or do you also have like an online tribe of women as well well I have an online tribe um, started here in Prince Albert Saskatchewan um, it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing as the word goes so I'm always accepting new new community members to my kindred sisterhood. <laughs> yeah. How can people find you if they want to be a part of all this goodness? Um, well, you know, I have a Facebook page. Um, TheVintageGypsy.ca is a good place to start if you want to reach out and chat with me. I'm always open to that. My, I'm always listening. I always need new writers and um, people that want to participate in the magazine or maybe you have a story in you that was ready to be birthed you just needed a little bit of inspiration while I'm here to help you so what a beautiful platform so I have a couple questions with that what kind of reader do you have like um who's attracted to vintage gypsy um magazine and I know you also have the print version and an online subscription as well so I want people to really know that so that they're both you know if if you like to to touch something and turn the page that you also have the print version because I know a lot yes. of publications now are just e-publications so I love that you've got the good old-fashioned holding your well, option we're paper lovers I'm a paper lover so um you know the funny thing is is I actually never intended to, to print it um I had done a couple just as an e-publication and uh you know, one lady who does the artwork for the cover, she she came to me and said, "Let's print one just to see what it looks like." Mm. And one and done. That's all you needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so vibrant and beautiful, and you can touch it and feel it. And, and it's um, so artistic, like you, like your background. Um, the aesthetics is so beautiful. You feel the vibe even when you go on your website. Like it is this feeling of. Um, it's this sense of like the cool gang. It's like, even though you talk about it as like misfits and hippies and artists, it's like, that's me. I want in. We're creatives, right? And maybe we're a little eccentric. I don't know. You know, but um, I love it. I think there's a place for everybody on my website. You know, I think there's something for everybody in the magazine, um, no matter where you come from. And, um, no matter what, what road you're walking on, I think there's always something to be said for, a good story that comes from the heart you know I think absolutely we all have a story to tell people say that to me all the time I don't have a story to tell there's nothing interesting about me hmm. look me up and we'll have a chat about that. everybody has a story so yes some some need a little muse to coax it out of them but I totally agree with you so what kind of writers do you look for like what kind of stories do you like to share do you like to publish and what a beautiful platform that you offer writers. Well, you know, the Vintage Gypsies is a unique platform in a sense that all women get to have a voice. Who have a story to tell, I'm going to publish it for you. I, I can work to make sure, you know, you can work through all the grammar and the periods and that kind of stuff together. You know, if you have a story and you want to see it written, 
I will publish it because we all have a story to tell and it's important for us to not only share our stories, but you don't know who you're going to inspire by it. You know, I love that diversity and you're right. Like you have no idea what's going to spark something that's been like deeply laden inside of you. It could be from the most random person in the most random part of the world. And all of a sudden it's just like you were meant to hear it like right person, right time. So that's yeah, you just cool. never know. And I think it's, I think it's really great that um, people do reach out and they want to share their stories and, and it's important for us to acknowledge that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to be a doctor or a lawyer or a novelist. Have a story. So, And uh, it's interesting. There's a lot of like brand new writers that are just like, they don't even know how good they are. It's like, you've got a knack for this, you know, like don't be insecure yeah. and shy about it. You know, if yeah. it comes from the heart, if it's like your true integrity, that's really all that matters. I love that you said it's not about the periods and the commas, you know, it's about like your heart that you're sharing on the page. That's right. That's exactly what it's about. So, yeah, I love it. I'm wow, inspired by all of these women that reach out to me. They have courage and bravery. So, in turn, that gives me courage and bravery, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, I know you have a lot of, like, diversity, a lot of unique writers, a lot of unique readers. But if you had to give, like, a summary of three traits that you see through the years that your women writers and readers have, what would the top three traits be? Um, hmm. And <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I think one of the traits is, is that I'm not quite sure how to say it. They're authentic. You know, they really have an authentic voice and they want it to be heard. And I appreciate that. And, um, and I like that they have courage to share their story because sometimes it is hard to step out of that comfort zone and, and share something that you've been keeping in your heart for a long time. And uh, I think they just have a genuine desire to connect in a, in, a, in a really authentic way. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I would love it too, like if you could share a little bit of like maybe a struggle that you've had in your business that you've overcome, because a lot of our listeners are thinking about starting businesses or they're maybe in the startup stages. So there's some like bumpy roads and it's always so helpful to realize again, like this happens, like success is not just this <laughs> great line of trajectory. Like you're not alone. Like there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on. So I would love it if you could share like one example of something that was like really bumpy and then you just persevered and popped over it. Well, I think there's a couple things, but I think one that I've noticed as a trend with um, other women and, and writers that I've worked, I am working with or have worked with in the past is, is honestly is social media. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't grow up in an era with social media. So I think a lot of people struggle with it. And, um, my advice would be is just to stay consistent. Mm, good consistent. And, and, you know, it's okay to reach out and talk to people and ask for help. If you don't ask for it, you'll never get it. So, yes. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. In the community and in your group, in your tribe, you know, and um, figure it out. And there's always somebody that's going to help you along the way for sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. I do see that. That is a really big challenge, especially when you start seeing like over 45 and it's like that, that tech resistance. Um, And it it can be really paralyzing. I've seen that's probably one of the biggest common threads I see with the clients that I work with is that they don't even know the lingo. And so it becomes (laughs) so overwhelming that they feel completely behind the eight ball. And then it's just like, there's a lot of emotional mindset work you have to do before you even start learning about the lingo and getting yourself out there. So I like that you said it, you know, you can figure it out, you can ask for help. Um, and yeah. Yeah, little by little, you know, and you put yourself out there, you just keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Weird. was it? What was a turning point for you? Like, what was one kind of like tip that you were like, oh, okay. Like maybe I've been overthinking this. I just need to fill in the blank. What was that for you? I'm not sure. And you know, I, I really did struggle with social media for a long time. And, and I, and I still even struggle with the consistency of it and making sure that I have stuff ready to go. Um, you know, if you, if you persevere and you just keep working at it, um, your tribe comes to you. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, if you're putting out something great, people fuck you. And I think um, the energy that you're putting in comes back to you. And don't overwhelm yourself. Don't, don't beat yourself up because you didn't post something yesterday. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. It takes time. So. And that's yeah. the key thing. I love that you said the time part because that's the part that, that really can be infuriating when you start to see like all of the online business builders where it's like earn six figures in 60 days. Like that really pisses me off, you know, because it, it like completely sets people up for this feeling of like they're the ones that can't get there you know the feeling of failure and all of that and it's not realistic like it's just not realistic at all so I love the fact that you mentioned the time piece because it is layers and it's like this whole building process just like when we build a house you know there's all these layers that we have to do and even though you posted something last week and maybe it was crickets it doesn't mean that that's not going to come back to you and someone three months from now is going to land on your blog post or see something and be like, Ooh, this is really unique. This is interesting. Maybe I'll get yeah. a collaboration. Like we don't know, you know, that's right. You don't. And, and it, you know, it takes time to learn all these things. So as long as you're out there and you're putting yourself out there and you're putting out your energy and I mean, it will come back to you, but yeah, it takes time and you have to be patient and you have to persevere. Don't give yes. up. Don't give up. Such good words of wisdom. Yes, absolutely. And there is, there, it's a fee, there's a fierceness. I think there's a determination that solopreneurs need. Um, you know, when you want something, you got to just like put a stake in the ground and go for it. Well, and I think too, if it's, if it's something that you're passionate about, I mean, I think it just comes naturally. You know, like for me, I, I think I finally found where it is I'm supposed to be in this world. I, I love what I do. I love the people that I with all the time and all the new women that I meet and that I get to work with it's there's no giving up like I'm not giving up yeah. I will persevere so um, I think it's just a mindset that happens when you when you find something that you love to do yes absolutely and I think the accountability of the people that are in your circle I think really really helps that's another part I think with community building is you also have a reflection of accountability because you have people relying on you sometimes maybe in this avenue, like 
people that didn't feel like they belonged or maybe they were the black sheep or the misfit, when they find this, it's like nectar. It's just like, you know, honey to the bees. It's so exciting to feel this sense of belonging. And I think that what you do specifically really brings that sense of belonging like in such a big way. So it's, it's also a little sense of responsibility, accountability, which is like extra fuel for the determination. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Because I am inspired by them. And, I, and, you know, if they're inspired by me, that means I need to step up to the plate every single day and keep doing what I'm doing. So Yeah, yeah and you keep bringing it. It's just awesome. I love it. Nice. Yeah, I love it too. <laughs> ah, well, it shows. So you gave a lot of tips and a lot of words of wisdom, but do you have like a golden nugget, some bright light, um, final departing words that you would like to leave with our listeners? I have two things. Awesome. And remember that the magic always happens outside of that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to step far. Just take a little step and release that magic. Yeah. I love it. Dip your toe. Just dip your toe. You don't have to make a big leap. (laughs) Dip your toe in the magic pond and you'll never go back. That's right. That's right. I'm going to use that now. That's awesome. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Well, I will share your links in the show notes so people can connect with you. They can subscribe to Vintage Gypsy. They could maybe write for you. And we will just keep this sisterhood of support kind of going because we all need one another. Oh, that's awesome. I love what you're putting out in the world, Casey. You rock. Uh, You rock too. All right. Until (laughs) next time, my friend. Nice. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. All the best. You too. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on Women Developing Brilliance. If so, head over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.